campus halls are chock full of young people enriching themselves and searching for a better future. But that's not all that's going on in these higher learning institutions. There's personal growth far beyond what's learned in the books. We are going back to school, baby. Grab your backpacks and pencils as we discover universities on this week's episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. Hello, 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 and welcome to another exciting edition of FYI. That's right, folks. We are back, and we're going back to school. And it reminds me of a movie right off the bat. Desde el primer momento, there's a movie called Back to School, and it's about an elderly guy. It was played by comedian Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, I loved Rodney Dangerfield. And he played like this grandpa who decided to go back to college, go back to university. And we're going to take a look at the difference between those two words. But let's be clear. The word college is not colegio. That would be school. Both college and university are both considered higher learning. Diríamos los dos. En la misma categoría, higher learning learning. But let's take a look at our intro because it's chock full of vocabulary, including the word chock full of. I started off by saying campus halls. And campus, I think you recognize that word. You say campus, we say campus. Pronounce it with me. Remember, anytime we come across a word on this show that sounds weird to you or you've never heard before, that's a good time to pronounce it aloud. Or one of those words that looks the same, like chaos or campus, but they're pronounced very differently in Spanish than in English. So campus halls, and the halls are los pasillos, are chock full of, a tope de, repleto de, young people enriching themselves and obviously to enrich is enriquecer and searching for a better future que van en busca de un futuro mejor but that's not all that's going on eso no es todo que ocurre in these higher learning institutions and remember i told you that one before higher learning anything after high school we call higher learning or higher education. Then I said there's personal growth. And the word grow is crecer, but growth is crecimiento. So there's personal growth far beyond, mucho más allá de what's learned in the books. And I figured this would be a good time to explain book smarts versus street smarts. If you have book smarts, you're well-read. You're a person who reads a lot. You know a lot about current events and what's happening in the world. You know a little bit about everything. Everything that you can find in a book. You've got book smarts. And then street smarts is kind of like experience. This would be somebody who knows when somebody is trying to scam them. Alguien que sabe 
que alguien está intentando timarle. You need street smarts. And what's more important? There's that age-old argument. Street smarts or book smarts? Well, I say you should have a little bit of both. I think street smarts, you would say like mundología, experiencia, que sabes cómo van las cosas. And it reminds me of another expression, the school of hard knocks. Y esto es aprender de golpes. <laughs> o sea, la escuela de golpes duros. Yeah, knock is... Pero también a knock es un golpe. And then I said, we're going back to school, baby. Y otra vez, school puede ser universidad. School is the category in general. And this baby thing, it's not like cariño. It's like amigos, you know. See, it's like giving it extra emphasis. It has nothing to do with a little baby. And then we heard the bell. And yes, we have the expression too, saved by the bell. In fact, I think we probably looked at that expression in our high school episode. So if you haven't looked at that episode yet, or given it a listen, I should say, now's a good time. Let's go in order. First high school, then college or university. And let's review how to pronounce that word. Is it high school? Con esa H-J fuerte. High school? No. Is it... High school, suave y uniéndolo como una sola palabra. High school, high school. So listen to that one if you haven't heard it. I imagine you've heard it. But if not, you've got some other homework to do. And speaking of the word homework, be careful with that one. We never say homeworks. We say homework because it's uncountable and then i wrapped up the intro saying grab your backpacks agarra esos mochilas and pencils and a pencil is un lapiz and a pen is un bolígrafo are you guys ready do you have all the stuff you need you got your notebooks are you ready to rock well let's hit the halls no 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 i don't mean pegar in this case to hit is acudir a Ida. We're going to hit the halls. So what is the difference between a college and a university? Well, let me explain firstly. I went to a university, but if I had enrolled, apuntarme, empezar, if I had enrolled the year before, I would have gone to a college. Yeah, my university was called Montclair College. And then they changed the name to Montclair State University. And what did that mean? Well, that just means we get some more money from the state and more options for the students, better facilities, right? In the end, it's a win-win. And here's a little trick. We're going to talk a lot about the, the tricks and, you know, the tricks of the trade, as we say, in American universities. But I'll tell you more about that later, and I'm going to tell you about my university experience. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to have to leave some details out because I don't want this to get an explicit rating. But, yeah, it was as fun as it looks in the movies. I can guarantee that. So, what's the difference? Well, I'm going to read it here. See, because Google is my friend, the same way it's your friend. And I just Googled, what's the difference between college and university? Because I know both words. I've heard them all my life. 
but I've never stopped to ponder it. Pensarlo en profundidad. So here it is. Colleges are often smaller institutions that emphasize undergraduate education. Okay, now undergraduate es el primer título. It's not a master's degree or a PhD. We call it a bachelor's degree. And we're going to look at some of the most common degrees and things like that a little bit later. So a college, smaller institution, they emphasize undergraduate, los primeros cuatro años de carrera. Universities, on the other hand, are typically larger institutions that offer a variety of both undergraduate and graduate degree programs. So they have stuff for people who want to specialize if you want to get your master's or even your doctorate. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, ya que hemos quitado eso de en medio, here's a little pop quiz. Un examen sorpresa. What's the oldest university in the world? The oldest still in operation. Hmm. Is it in the United States? Don't be silly. <laughs> Impossible. Just because of the timeline. Well, it's the University of Bologna in Italy. It was founded in the year 1088, and it has never been out of operation, giving it the title of the oldest university in the world. That's incredible. Next on our list, we've got Oxford. Yeah, when you think of old school institutions, you think of Oxford. Well, Oxford was established between 1096 and 1167. What? Well, that's a huge window of time. Well, the thing is, the formation date of this university is a bit vague, a little bit unclear, because there's evidence that they were teaching as far back as 1096, which is why we started at 1096. And some say it was even earlier than that. But really, you could say that it was developed and established in 1167, officially. So again, there's the official word, and then there's what people say. And obviously, everybody is going to root for their alma mater. Todo el mundo va a apoyar a sus colores, su universidad. And really, does it matter when Oxford was founded? I mean, it's a name that is synonymous with brilliance. Think about the people that graduated from Oxford. They might ring a bell. Quizás te suenen. Sir Stephen Hawking. Remember that guy? Yeah, that guy, that genius. He went there along with 28 UK prime ministers, 20 archbishops, 12 saints, 27 Nobel Prize laureates, 50 Nobel Prize winners. And that's just Oxford. We're not even going to get into Cambridge, which together they call those two institutions Oxbridge. And that's a synonym for the highest level of education. I was going to say in England, but possibly in the world. And of course, Salamanca made the list. And a shout out to Jose Maria, whose daughter is studying at this remarkable university, which was established in 1134, which, by the way, I still haven't been to Salamanca 
and it is high on my list. Very high on my list, because I love college towns. College towns are always bustling. Hay mucha ebullición. There are always cool restaurants and cafes and pizzerias, at least in the United States. But I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I'll tell you about the college experience in the United States in the bonus episode. And just a quick reminder, everybody, there's a bonus episode available every week where you can get another episode with so much more information, fun facts, expressions, and so much more. Plus, you can get PDF documents with all the vocabulary and expressions. And in each episode, or I should say in each topic, which is two episodes, there are over 400 idiomatic expressions and vocabulary words and also structures. So you can get those PDFs and follow along with this podcast every week. Plus, you can get access to weekly review classes where we review. Yeah, that's right. Next week, we're going to review this episode, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be tons of fun. Plus, you can get a monthly master class and so much more. If you guys want more information, go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and take a look at our curious community. We'd love to welcome you. And I'd like to send a shout out to all my patrons, especially my super duper students, Javier, Roberto, David, Jose Maria, Mila, Alex, Patricio, and Edgar. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Isa, Paco, Diego, and Carmen. What a wonderful group of people. Guys, keep up the great work. And for those of you who want some more information or just a free sample, let me know. More information on patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. All right, well, let's get back to Salamanca because I'm dying to go to Salamanca. Now, as many of you guys know, as well as being one of the oldest learning institutions in the world, it also has a place in history because this is the place where Chris Columbus, you say Cristóbal Colón, we say Christopher Columbus, well, he made his case to get royal support for his expedition to the Indies in the 15th century. Translation, that's where he got permission to do his thing in the new world. All right, now it's time to hit the books. To hit the books is otra forma de decir estudiar. That's right, we're going to brush up on the key vocabulary you'll need to get by in an American university. And to brush up on is repasar. Let's get our false friend out of the way. We don't study a career. We get a degree or we major in something. I majored in psychology. I didn't. It's just an example. And to minor in something. I don't know if you have this as well. So your major is your specialty. You don't have to choose a minor, but some people want to study a couple different things and they're indecisive. So I know a guy, for example, he got a major in business. So a major, su titulo principal. And he minored in 
theater. So he got another certificate, another diploma, another degree in theater, a secondary. Obviously, your major is your principal, your main one, and your minor is the one you you take fewer credits of. And remember, in American universities, it's all about those credits. You got to get enough credits to graduate. So those are your bachelor's degrees. But then you can get, as we said, your master's degree. You can get a PhD. In general, you can get your bachelor's degree in about four years. Again, it depends on what that degree is in and it depends on how many credits you get per semester. That also depends on the amount of money you have. And we're going to talk about how expensive it is to attend universities in the United States. I hope you guys are sitting down when I give you that information. Oh, and let's clear something up right now. You don't have to go to college. You don't have to go to university. In fact, many people I know, they finished at high school. They never attended college, but they attended a trade school. And a trade school is where they teach you a trade. They teach you a craft. So instead of learning philosophy and general education requirements and drama and whatever, you're learning how pipes work, tuberia. You're becoming a plumber, an auto mechanic, or an electrician. And one thing I've noticed is these jobs now are in demand. So don't rule out trade school. No descartemos estos es escuelas de, de oficios. I have a friend who went to a trade school to become a mechanic, and now he owns his own garage. And I think he's doing better than some of the people I know who studied engineering or psychology. And I think this is a good segue, una buena transición. What are some of the most common degrees that people get? Well, I don't know about Spain, but I looked it up in the United States. And the most common degree overall, and this is even over bachelor's degrees, is your MBA, your Master's in Business Administration. And I think in Spain, that's one of the most popular ones as well. And why? Because let's be honest, whether you're an artist, whether you're a banker, whether you're an engineer, it's good to know a little bit about business, especially if you mean business. Si vais en serio. Okay, okay. Bad joke. So yes, business majors are among the most popular undergraduate degrees in the United States. Nearly one in five bachelor's degrees were for business. That's about 390,600. Casi 400 mil. So that's a lot of people studying business. Another one that's extremely popular is nursing. Well, the medical professions in general are very popular from doctors to x-ray technicians. But nursing in the United States, there's such a demand for nurses that you can study nursing and pretty much have job placement right when you get out of school. And we know that isn't the case in many majors. Well, also, it's a question of supply and demand. Another popular one, which, of course, this is up to the student to make it uh, practical, let's say, and that's psychology. Sure, you can study psychology and 
be a psychologist, or you can also study psychology and work for an advertising department. So that's another one too, that you can branch out. Puedes diversificar un poco. Other popular ones, biology, engineering. Again, these are practical ones and ones that I think can help you even understand our world, our surroundings even better. Education is another popular one. Teachers, we always need more teachers. Communication and journalism. As many of you guys know, I got a BFA and that's big for actor. <laughs> no, it's Bachelor in Fine Arts in Bellas Artes, and with a concentration in theater, interpretación. So you've got really the gamut, another popular one, computer sciences. Oh man, you say informatica, we don't call it informatics. And I remember when I was a kid as well, everybody told you, are you going to be a doctor or a lawyer? And those were like your options. And I was like, neither one. I don't want to be a doctor because I don't think I could stomach it. And I don't want to be a lawyer because I don't like arguing with people and I don't like confrontation. And surely enough, they told everybody, they pressured people, you got to be a doctor, you got to be a lawyer, you got to be a doctor, you got to be a lawyer, that now my country is flooded with doctors and lawyers. And as I said before, there aren't enough plumbers and electricians. All right, the time has come. It's time for you guys to sit down because I'm going to tell you a little bit about tuition. And tuition is the amount of money you need to pay to attend college. And it's not easy. Even if you're rich, it's not easy to get into a university or a college. You have to have a high GPA. GPA stands for grade point average. And even if you have a high GPA, they're looking for extracurricular activities. I mean, they want to see that you're the right profile. And if it's a really reputable university like Stanford or Oxford, well, you might even have to donate a building or something. And even then, it's not guaranteed. So, I mean, it's a racket, some would say. A racket, como un, un negocio turbio, ilegal. I mean, it's absolutely cutthroat, despiadado. You can be rich, you can have a famous family, and that doesn't mean you're going to get into a reputable university. In fact, there's a documentary that's out now. And uh, what is it called? I believe it's called Operation Varsity. Check it out and it'll blow your mind. Plus, it's a great way to pick up some of this vocabulary. Oh, and remember how I said I was going to give you some tips? Well, it's a lot cheaper to go to a university, a state university, if you live in that state, you get a big discount. Also, there's something called community colleges, which are colleges that are, well, kind of smaller than your average ones. They aren't as reputable, but let's say your grades aren't too good in high school. Well, the good thing is you can go to community college for a year save some money, take some of the necessary credits, and then you get accepted to the university you wanted to go to. So community college is another stepping stone for many people, especially people who were goofing off in high school. No, tonteando, no lo tomaban en serio. 
So are you sitting down? I'm just going to give you NYU, which isn't the most expensive. New York University, well, it's one I'm familiar with. It's one I think everybody is familiar with. How much do you think it is to attend New York University? As I said before, it's called the tuition. It is $77,632. The good thing, that includes room and board. O sea, room and board is el alojamiento también. But 77, let's round it up. Porque vives in New York y todo es más caro. $80,000 a year. That is absolutely insane. And the argument is, it's an investment. Es una inversión. And I get it. But if you're paying back that investment 50 years later, whew, man, that's a serious debt. And we're going to talk about that in the bonus part. We're going to talk about student debt, student loans. We'll look at some fun facts. Plus, I'm going to share my university experience with you as well. So one thing we can take from this first part over here is if you want to attend a university in the United States, start saving up now. <laughs> it ain't cheap, como decimos. No es barato. Now, remember this. There are tons of scholarships, becas. Uh, there are tons of grants, subvenciones. So if you want to do it, you can do it. Definitely. There are so many options. I've worked with the people from Education USA. Hey, have you ever thought about taking a course in the United States? And especially now, where you don't really have to go there. You can do it online. Although, as we'll see in the bonus part, half of the fun of university and half of the growth comes from living on campus. And we're going to talk all about that in the bonus episode of FYI.